woman shows up and needs a hand. Or two, to hold her baby in your closet. Hashtag mom life. This is the Wayward Podcast. Hello, this is Brianna Buckmaster. This is Kim Rhodes. We have a very, we actually have two very special guests with us today. (laughs) She's trying not to laugh so hard. And you know what's funny is that one of the guests I tried to soothe with drugs. Seems very on brand. That's for me. usually that's usually my job. Yeah, exactly. To be soothed with drugs. <laughs> um, Emily, say hi. Say your full name. Hi, my name is Emily Del Judas, <laughs> and I'm. This is very foreign to me, but I'm here with my baby. Okay, yes. so Emily is my downstairs neighbor. Um, and, also, who? And uh, she, if you've seen the fabulous photos that uh, are us out hitchhiking for this wayward podcast. Um, Emily was our stylist. Wow. Thank you. And it was probably one of my favorite days of being in L.A. These two weeks I was in L.A. was going down and like just going, what's this look like? Can I try this? I want all the things. Her closet is kind of my my dream come true. I'm uh, wow, I'm really flattered. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm worthy, but it was so much fun for us all, ladies. And we still have, as you can see, we still have stuff in my closet because it all needs to take a trip to um, being clean. The cleaners. Why don't you tell us about? So Kim and I were actually, you know, we briefly talked last night. And we're talking this morning as I just got here to Kim's closet, uh, discussing about <laughs> stuff that we were going through that, for some reason today, we felt ill-equipped to be able to handle. Um, what happened to you this morning? Well, I took... Okay. So I took my daughter, Maddie, to school with Harper, of course, mm-hmm. as I do every morning, Monday to Friday. And so I get back to the apartment with Harper. I'm holding her in one arm. I have my purse. And I put the key into the lock and jiggle it around, and the door does not open. But it is Fun. it is my key, and it is my apartment. Because you did have to double-check that as someone who is still in the phase of, I have a tiny little baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my sleep. mind is always, I mean, you know, yeah. it's mom brain. I feel like mom brain is just a thing forever, though. Yeah, I do, I do too. Like, because you constantly have all these tabs open in your head. Yes. Um, so mom brain isn't just like new baby chemicals in the brain or not everything. It's exactly. also like, hi, um, I'm too busy thinking about dinner, groceries, bills, doctor's appointments, job, Keeping another love. being alive. Like, yeah. I also think that genuinely you get mom brain because a portion of your brain will never be yours again. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because your brain is dedicated to I have to keep another entity alive. Yeah. No, yeah. it's so true. Someone said that like your thoughts are never your own anymore and that's I feel like yeah. that's exactly it's no. exactly what it is. So, yeah, so I'm standing there at my door with the key, the correct key on the correct floor, and I just I really wanted to just put her on the ground and cry mm-hmm. and just like shut down and give up mm-hmm. because I'm just tired. It's been a long weekend. Yeah. I'm over it. I just feel like depleted. Yeah, man. I just feel like why? But instead of just wallowing in like being a victim yeah. of randomness, like I just decided, okay, I'm not gonna do this mm-hmm. because it's just a waste of energy and it's not gonna solve the problem. Totally. 
and I can do that later yes. when I take a bath, yeah. <laughs> which I will do. <laughs> I think very – I very rarely hear, unless it's dramatized in a, you know, movie – about the experience of just wanting to stop everything and cry. Yeah. Totally. totally. And it's so common for me. And I used to really connect it with that means I'm doing something wrong. If you just want to stop everything and cry, Mm -hmm. then you're a fuck up and a failure and you can't basic human. And shame on you. Totally. And I'm realizing more and more that sometimes there's just a lot Mm-hmm. Sometimes lifing and life itself is super lifey. <laughs> and that's fucking like the fact that I have the instinct to sit down and cry means that's one of the ways I cope with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I just have feels about my lifey life. And I don't like I think when I try to figure it out, I add to the misery. Totally. I think that I have that experience, but not at all in the sense of like, I want to cry all the time, but my, um, you know, my tears come out in different emotions. Well, no, wait, wait, oh, Brianna, yeah. first of all, Brianna had a fabulous fix for when you want to cry this morning. What was your comment when you were like, I oh, want- I, I, I was, I wanted to cry in the car on the way here, but I didn't want to ruin my makeup. Oh yeah. So the trick is, if you don't want to cry at work, wear a full face of makeup. Full face. Full face. Lashes, baby. everything. Yeah, you don't want that shit coming down. Mm-mm. But le- over the last couple <laughs> years, I've definitely opened myself up to the idea of, hey, you'll probably heal faster if you do let yourself feel these emotions. Feel them and then go through them. Absolutely. Um, but th- I have been in a situation as a mom with a baby a baby, meaning when my daughter was, you know, three years ago, um, and just going, I have nothing left for you in this moment. And having to actually put her down while she's screaming bloody murder and walk away. You have to and do that. I feel like that's you another thing that moms don't talk about enough is fucking survival. Honestly. Like and- we're taught to give and give and give and give yeah. to these children. You have two children, I right? Do. And for me, even like small things like, okay, you know, I was holding myself to such a high standard of, you know, I want to limit her screen time. So in the morning when I'm stressed out and, you know, the, I'm going between the two girls, yeah. but I really want to wash my face and put on my moisturizer and my serum yeah. and my primer yeah. and my foundation. Because you know what? That makes me, that's the only thing I do for myself for most of the day. And that's nothing. And that's the thing. So I, I, I kept trying to figure out a way to, to rally them both. And finally, I just gave my daughter my phone in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I put I set her, the baby up like in her little area. Mm-hmm. And then I handed the phone to m- my daughter. And I said she could watch five minutes of Five Little Monkeys or Five sure. Little Ducks. Yep. Obsessed with both. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'm a failure right now. No. For- no, no I know. No, this no. is the thing. That's this, I know. Listen, this is the thing. Table flip. No, table this flip. is the thing. So I was like... I finally succumbed and I was like, I'm just going to do this because you know what? I need to wash my face and do the one thing that makes me feel good today. Yeah. And I was telling myself like, all right, you're failing because you're giving her your phone and that's not okay. And I have come around to the fact that I'm not failing. I'm surviving and I'm prioritizing myself. Mm -hmm. And if that means, I know I need to get it out of my head that I'm being a bad mom for giving her my phone. So where do you think, who do you think you're failing? That's a great question. Oh, I, yeah. 
no one. Yeah. Like who who made that rule? Exactly. No, I did. Yeah. I made that rule myself. I don't know why I put these really crazy expectations. Well, now, on I myself. will. I will say. I think. I think there is a definite like pro mom very easily can bleed into mom shame. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Because I feel it daily. Yeah, and and yeah. so this is an example of like what can you do when you see a mom who looks like they're gonna sit down and cry? Well, like the quick thing is like that mom sucks and why is she fucking up her kids? <laughs> That's where because I don't wanna yeah. get involved, right? I don't wanna mm-hmm. be uncomfortable, I don't wanna get involved, so the easiest thing to do is judge and shame. Yeah. Because that then distances me and keeps me right. As a but it doesn't make me feel good. And it doesn't serve humanity. So my offering to the community listening right now is when you feel the instinct to judge and shame, and in this particular circumstance we're talking about moms, how about you engage and help? How about you say you're doing a good job, if nothing else? How about you say, come up, get in my closet, and talk on our podcast? I was just going to say, and we are here because you, I'm not going to cry. You can cry. This is a safe cry space all to cry. the time. That's no, all we do. No, I just Kim has been such a support to me mm-hmm. since I met her, and I've had so many mornings. Sorry, I've had so many mornings where I see her in the garage, and I just look at her, and she just looks at me, and I'm like, she gets it. And yeah. then she says, I'm doing a good job, or she's like, I, I know how you feel, and I just feel better. Mm-hmm. I, my day is better because I'm not alone. I don't feel. And I think that's a big one is saying. And like you were saying, instead of judging, helping, yeah. but not only that, but also going, I am you. Totally. Like, yes. In a loving, but in a loving yes. way. Yes. Not a, oh, I get it. Yeah. And then walk away. Because we do that too. But it's a different, it's a different version because when you, you know, I've been, I've been working on, you know, leading with love and just yep. having a lot more compassion because I've, I've been very judgmental yeah. towards moms yep. before. Especially before I had kids, that's easy. That's and then easy. you're a mom and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, I've got to feed them not. more than once yeah. a day. Oh, they both need iPads on the plane. It's like, <laughs> wow. And then you have kids and you're like, give me all the iPads. And help, help, help. <laughs> totally. So, no, I'm sorry. I just, uh, but so, and I'm here right now because Kim, again, has extended herself and just been like, come up. What can I do for you? What can I give mm-hmm. you? And it just, but you're right, too, because when you help somebody else, you, you're, you're, you're doing the right thing for you too. Like yeah. you're being, you're being the good person Connecting. that you are, and like, you are. Yes. What I want on a very deep spiritual level is to feel connected and a part of. Like one of my wounds is other. You're different. You're mm. them. You're not us. And the funny thing is, when I help someone, mm-hmm. when I just extend empathy, not from a place of judgment, like. Oh, look at the poor little person who needs my pity. But really from a, oh, girl, I'm so you. Here's what I can extend that's authentic. I feel connected and present and Mm -hmm. worthy. And, you know, they say if you want self-esteem, do esteemable acts. What a concept. So it doesn't all of a sudden cost me to stop my day and help somebody. It actually enriches and expands my and look now we have our very first interview on our podcast. <laughs> That's true. Our first two interviews. I mean. A lot of that goes into you know you're talking about practicing 
um, love. Mm -hmm. And a lot of stuff my husband and I have been doing lately is about the universal thought, the universal oneness, Mm -hmm. right? And so the idea that we are all one and if we don't, if we can get outside of ourselves, all worry and anxiety stems kind of from selfishness. It is the idea Mm. that Mm. we are, we can't stop thinking about us, what's been done to us, what's going to happen to us. Mm -hmm. And so he and I had a conversation this morning where he said, when you are concerned, we will all understand each other better if we are constantly looking at each other from another person's point of view. Absolutely. I'm learning that as I go along and I just... Yeah, and I I've tended to when I'm go th- when I'm going through a hard time, mm-hmm. I I retreat and isolate myself. Yes, and then I do that too. And then I'm like, why is no one reaching out to me? Yeah. Why am I not getting <laughs> totally. help? Because I'm not asking for it, and I'm not telling people I need help. And that's what I realized I was doing is that I was I was retreating and then asking why is no one reaching out to me and it's yes. like no one knows I need help because I'm always like I got it together. I feel like that is a female Ooh. thing to do. It, right? Because we feel like we can do it on our own. We can get through this on our own. Oh yeah. I, I definitely when I'm angry and you will know I'm angry because I'm quiet. Yes. And I'm not quiet very often. <laughs> I'm the same. So you know I'm fucking pissed. Uh, right? Yeah. It's it, and it is. It is like I think it's a mom thing too of like mm. no I can do this and I can do that and it's like the, the idea of you're a failure if you get help as yeah. opposed to asking for help is actually a, a sign of strength because you're saying, like, I need – I deserve. Nobody – Yes, it's yeah. not that it's I need self-care. it because that's hard to – Right. Yes. I don't need – yeah. It's – do you know what I'm saying? Like, Nobody I'm feels ashamed when they go and hire a personal trainer. Right. But if somebody has to go and hire a therapist, I was just, suddenly there's so much shame in that. Yeah. And, like – I'm 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 trying to figure out if I'm I should get a babysitter a couple times a week so I can actually Fuck do things. Yeah, I know, and it's like, why why would I not do that? But it's like absolutely, you have got to like have you've got to be a whole person to be a good partner and to be a good parent. Absolutely. So as a parent, I think that you teach by example, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody once said, "Kids watch what you do; they don't listen to what you say." So if I want my child to be happy, then I need to be happy. Honestly. If I want my child in a loving, caring, supportive partnership, mm. then I need to be a loving, caring, supportive partner. And I need to accept it when my partner is loving and caring and supportive. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's the same way about getting help. If I want my child to ask me when she needs me, she needs to see me ask for help. And actually, you know, yesterday... I had a colossal meltdown at the same time as she started to have a colossal meltdown. And I was not elegant. I was messy and horrible. And we were in the car. And she's like, kid, stop screaming. Mommy, dad's again. You know what helps me? And I was like, what fucking helps you? (laughs) And um, I may or may not have actually said fucking. And she said, I think we both need to do some C-A-L-M's. Which is what we do. You touch your thumb to your first finger and you say C. And then the second finger A. And then the third finger L. And then the fourth finger M. And you just do a few of those. And I said, I think that's a great idea. And I pulled the car over and we both did some C-A-L-Ms together. But she she could see I needed help. And she offered help that I needed. Wow. 
lately I'm constantly telling Madeline, if you need help, you need to ask mommy for help when you scream and cry. I don't know what you need. So if you just ask mommy for help, I'll help you no problem. And I'm not doing that for myself. Oh. We might need to we Paper, might need yeah. to conclude this and get out of Kim's closet. Sorry. Nope. Baby girl is not into it. I know. We don't say sorry Ooh, oh, anymore. Right. That's another thing. I apologize for everything. Yep. And that's another issue. I've I I've I saw actually a movie on the weekend and I was like, oh gosh, we apologize for a lot. So I'm gonna stop saying sorry so much. Yeah. I do think there are times to say sorry. For sure. And I'm going to start saying thank you more. And thank you, Harper. <laughs> Thanks, Harper. Thanks. Reminding us what everything's going to be like in the future. Yes, okay, you can go ahead and touch the <laughs> okay, microphone. Okay, get the microphone. People prepare go it. ahead. There you go. Wow. Oh, she, oh. She's like a little cat. Uh-huh. So we just wanted to quickly... Um, oh, oh God. Things. throwing things in my closet. closet is now closet broken. Uh, we wanted to talk about what happened... After Emily left the podcast room. Yes. Harper was hungry. Yeah, that's why she was. we had to cut it short because obviously babies are visceral beings and they don't know how to communicate other than noise. Yeah, yeah, not like me at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am also, I want my was more yogurt. Harper or Brianna? Um, so we took her out and the thing about being locked out of your house when you have an infant is if you've stopped breastfeeding or choose not to breastfeed, then you are without a bottle sometimes, which suddenly becomes an emergency situation. So For the layman, that means you're fucked. Yeah. So you, like, what do you do there? I mean, if it was truly emergency, we would break the window. You know, yes. that's what we had briefly discussed. Yes. And I know that when I was in a state, when you know, d- during postpartum, um, I didn't know how to care for my child. And the best thing some people could do for me was just to take her away. Yeah. Yeah. You took the baby. So and I, took I the went baby, in the kitchen and I and nearly made the Mag- baby fall asleep. And then Kim and Emily went into the kitchen and problem solved. MacGyvered the shit out of that. Yeah. So what they ended up doing is they, and we took a picture of it and we'll put it up <laughs> when this uh, episode comes out, but they fed her like a kitten with a syringe and she mowed that shit down. Yeah, because Emily did have some powdered formula with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. And so we found a way. We mixed it up, and we I found I found a CVS syringe. Mm-hmm. We made that shit work. It, and it was remarkable. I mean, and it and she was a different baby because then, like, they're still waiting for the locksmith to show up, and well, honestly, Emily had to go to a doctor's appointment. To to be completely illegal my husband's downstairs trying to break into their apartment right and if he succeeds like a good neighbor yeah yes. <laughs> travis farm is there yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good yeah but point being is uh um don't mess with three moms that's i think that's that's the takeaway for today absolutely i mean in a non-emergency situation we're all able to leave smiling yeah especially emily which was the most important thing yeah I love Emily. Yeah, she's so great. And she's killing it as a mom, as are all of you. And we're just here to remind you that we're all fucking in this together. Yeah, I mean, mom or not, we're humans on this planet Mm -hmm. rocking the shit out of it. I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. (laughs) 